Warning, this video may contain vulgar language and adult content. If you are easily offended or are susceptible to events pertaining to death, gore, family troubles, or other potential threats, then know that viewer discretion is advised. Please be safe when viewing and stop the video if you need to. Safety is far more important to us than entertainment. So please enjoy your time here with us as we explore this fantasy world. Hello, Hello everybody, everyone. and welcome back to Double Time. Welcome. I stole your line and get fucked. That's fine. We're both in sync for this uh, exciting climax that we've been pushing towards and are currently yeah. in. Ugh. So if you haven't seen the last episode, a lot happened. I really recommend you go check it out because there's a lot of uh, emotion and sorrow behind it. Uh, before we go into the recap of that, though... If you're ever interested in any tabletop RPGs, you should definitely check out RPG League at their Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, as well as their new website that is fully developed, and um, they're still putting more work into it, but it's a developed product, it's incredible, it's very sleek, I love it. Check it out at their uh, website, www.rpgleague.com, and you can find reviews on other tabletop RPGs products that other groups make as well as podcasts that are partnershiped with rpg league including us so if you are interested again check them out at their in at their face oh my god at their website i have to get used there to that since i've been doing it for like half a year at their website at www.rpgleague.com where we last left off <laughs> There was the first casualty of war. Eris being hit directly by a disintegration spell withered into dust right before everyone's eyes. Snatching up the book and then uh, banishing the creature for a minute, they ran down an alleyway and hid inside of a building where they reconvened and made a plan to slay the creature once it returned which did not seem to take very long, because after a few minutes of them discussing, it began to shamble down the alleyway, trying to distract the creature. Uh, Chalet and Barst climbed out of the little hole that they were in for the house and began to run down the alleyway, opposing to it. But it did not seem to work, as a delayed fireball exploded into the room that, um, at this time, Jester was hiding in. As it seemed, the creature was able to be aware of its target, no matter how far distant or how um, hidden they were. A fight ensued. Chalet very passionately crushed her head with the mace like a watermelon, um, completely making it unrecognizable as the rest of the body went limp. They began to make their way to where they believed the Abyssal Portal is, which is the library, the Grand Library of the City of Neverwinter. Making it there, they snuck by a few other excursions, as well as noticing a large bird-like creature that had several duplicating features of it, like an extra beak, a few extra pairs of eyes, but yet it seemed to have been derived on sound, only being able to notice when they went down an alley, not staring directly at them. <clears throat> a few fights ensued with a few dogs. They found themselves prepared to make it to the Grand Library. Standing out front of it seem to be two extremely frail-looking abyssal creatures that are just kind of jittering in place, looking around, not noticing 
the group walking directly towards them. And that is where we last left off. Don't you rub your hands menacingly. <laughs> so cold here. Cold, okay? <laughs> it's, it's cold up in Canada, believe it or not, people. It is fucking frigid. I, How cold is it? At the moment. Let me let me bust out my... Uh, it's not that bad at the moment. Minus 15 degrees Celsius, whatever that is in Fahrenheit. Minus 15 degrees Celsius? Yeah. I actually don't know how, because I think 15, or I think 0 is 32 degrees. 32, yep. So, I mean, that's like what? Oh, it's only, you know, like 5 degrees? It's it's cold. It's, it could be colder. It's fairly cold. It's fairly cold. Anyways. <laughs> yes, you have this, Anna, you have this conversation in your head with yourself. <laughs> I wonder how cold it is up north. Oh, yes, of I've course. wondered. Never can tell exactly. After you snap out of this, you realize that you are in control of the body. <laughs> okay, so we're walking like straight towards these things, and they don't notice us yet, right? Like we're coming from the uh, side no, alleyway. They, they see you. They, they see, see us. You. One sees you, but it's not making any noise. Kind of just watching you approach. Um. Okay. Barst, do you want to? Um... Yeah, I got it. Uh, okay. He walks up. <laughs> walks up, two attacks. Uh, While he does that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toll the dead on the other one. Okay. Uh, well, those are two crits. Okay. A natural twenty and a nineteen. Okay. Uh, I'm not even gonna roll. It's dead. No. <laughs> There's no point. It's dead. It's obliterated. It's it's done. <laughs> yeah, the other one has to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. That is uh, an 8. Okay, so it takes 2d8 and plus 3 because of my potent spellcasting. Mm. It takes a whopping 13 damage. Wow, guess what? It, it shivers ever so slightly and then collapses next to its dead friend who has been cleaved in half by burst. Excellent. Does anybody else notice this? Nope. Everyone inside, very quickly. I'm going to pull the bodies and just kind of drag them inside. Okay. Yeah, you grab them. They're uh, sinewy. They're, they look like skeletal-esque dogs. Like the skin has been stretched over bone. Ooh, gross. They only weigh like 20, 30 pounds. Oh, weird. It's like I'm dragging helium. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, uh, what do I see when I first enter this room? So yeah, you pull yourself and all them uh, into the uh, this like entry foyer-esque building uh, room, rather, in this building. Mm -hmm. There is a set of double doors opposite from the main entrance, about 20-ish feet across the room. And there is like a, like a, like a desk off to one side, like a counter maybe. And a bench on the other side. Seems to be like a small waiting room. There's nobody in here. Uh, nothing of note either. I don't see a portal or anything? Uh, not in this room. Are there any other rooms that I could have... How many rooms yeah. are there? Uh, 
you don't know. <sighs> there is another set of doors across the way. But other than that, you don't see anything else. I'm gonna... I'm gonna take the lead. Follow somewhat close behind me, but don't stay directly next to me. And I'm gonna investigate for traps to see if I can... If, if I see anything while making our way to that door. Okay. That is a perception check, right? If I'm looking for traps, it's investigation, I think. But it's up to you. What do you decide? Either way. You pick. Okay, well, I'm going to go investigation because that's intelligence-based. <laughs> uh, that is a 15. 15. There doesn't appear to be anything that you can see. There is a, a thin layer of dirt and debris spread across the ground from, I don't know, the city lifting up and the building shaking. But other than that, there doesn't appear to be anything of note. Okay. Everyone, let's move on to the next room then. It's odd that there's nothing here. Um, when I make it up to the door, I'm going to try to listen in to see if I hear anything on the other side. Okay, this is a perception check. This is, yes. And something I'm not good at, but I rolled very well. Uh, dirty 20. Nice. You hear, like, a, a spite humming coming from the other side of the door. But nothing else. A slight humming. Like a cre like a person humming or just like a object humming? Uh Yes. You tell like... you can you can obviously tell it's not a person, but you yeah. aren't entirely sure what's making it. Okay. I'm gonna try to peek in. As you creak the door open, make a dexterity saving throw. Oh no! The door was trapped! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Shit! Uh, dexterity saving throw? Yep. 14. Barst also fails. No. She lays behind you both, and she's just outside of the range. Uh... I require my D8s. Oh. <clears throat> you take... Uh, it's not actually that bad. 15 points of thunder damage oh. as you creak open the door and it explodes outward into your face knocking you back towards the entrance. All the way to the entrance? Uh, you slide across the floor to the entrance, yeah. Holy shit. So it moved us like 30 feet? Yeah, the door is completely gone. There is just splinters of this frail wood everywhere. Ow. I'm going to look up. Do I see anything coming at us immediately? Sick. Important text message. Very unprofessional. You're whispering. I can't hear you. Yes. It's all good. Out of text. Very uh. professional. <laughs> it's all right. It's war. I think I'd allow some texting in the war. <laughs> Just pull out your phone and start answering a message. Everybody starts waiting for you. Very good. So yes, as you regain your senses and you lift yourself off the ground to look into the room that is now exposed, you see that in the center there is a large magic circle with like this purple smoke kind of emanating out of it. And the odd uh, demon 
appear there flying straight up out of it and then up into the ceiling. What do you can see in here? It just flies into the ceiling? Like it leaves the building? Yeah. Okay. You would, you would wager there's probably a hole in the ceiling. Okay. Um, I'm going to approach the doorway again with haste and try to see if there's another... If there's like an arcane symbols that are still active or anything. The circle itself is active. You would assume that it is what's keeping the portal open. Oh, okay, of the portal. I was talking about the doorway. Okay. Oh, no, the doorway is fine. There is okay, nothing door in the doorway. Doorway's clear. Um Okay. Then is there anything else in this room, or is it just this and the sigils that are on the portal? You can see at the far end of the room there is like a small dais with like a... What the fuck do you call it? Eh, I'm blanking on the word. Oh. You see them at churches where the minister sat stands. It's a... Podium? Podium. There you go. Yeah. It's one of them at the far end of the room. Uh, all the pews have been pushed against the walls. It's the library. All the, all the bookshelves have been pushed against the wall. Some have been completely destroyed. There's loose books everywhere scattered across the ground. There is no second floor. It is just this large room. Okay. Um, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take uh, our plus three dagger and try to carve away the sigil some. Okay. Uh, before you do that, make a wisdom saving throw. A wisdom saving throw. Okay. Nine. Nine. Uh, as you pull out the dagger and you get on your knees to start carving up the sign, your body tenses up and you can't move. Well, well, well. He said you'd show up. Materializing out of apparently thin air is this elven woman wearing the bright crimson robes that you would recognize to be that of the uh, magi. Oh, and you brought your friends as well. I see you're missing one, though. Hmm. No matter. He walks towards you. Where's Chalet and Barst? Behind you. Okay. They hmm, make a perception check. Natural one. Natural one. Uh, in the heat of the moment, you're panicking, and you are uncertain of what's happened to them. She walks towards you and picks you up. You still can't move, but with her touch, she, she can lift you up off the ground and stands you up nice and perfectly straight. Make another wisdom saving throw. Another natural one. Natural one. Very good. She smiles at you. I, I expected someone... Oh, I don't know. More devious? More powerful? Can I use my channel divinity to try to read her surface thoughts now? Go for it. Alright. She has to make a... Um, I believe it is a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. That's a three. Alright. 
So I can read her surface thoughts. Um, I can re basically read her thoughts. Let me double check to see if it is sur surface thoughts or if it's anything of greater detail. Let me double check. Love this channel divinity. It's so good. Um, read a creature's thoughts that you could then use your access to create to the creature's mind to command it. As an action, choose one creature that you can see. Must make a wisdom saving throw. The creature succeeds on a saving throw. Doesn't can't use the speech run on it again until it finishes a long rest. I can read its surface thoughts, those foremost in its mind, reflecting its current emotions and what it is actively thinking about. Okay. You can tell that she is feeling very confident in herself at the moment. And she is genuinely confused of how you have managed to fuck up uh, her master's plans. Alright. I'm going to then use the action end of it. And she automatically fails a suggestion spell. Alright. My suggestion to her telepathically as I can't speak is <clears throat> we are your allies as you wish to betray the one in the red coat suggestion here quickly. Okay. I think it's like one to two sentences given a specific task. Yep. She turns to you and smiles. Hmm. Well, if I can beat you so easily, I don't see why I can't beat him as well. Are we still held down? Yep. You're we still are. frozen. Make another wisdom saving throw, though. Uh, that one will be a 17. 17, yeah, you break free. All right. <sighs> I'm glad that you see eye to eye. We are clearly too frail to be a threat to you. Yes, you are quite pathetic. Now, if you'll excuse me. And she just walks out. <laughs> awesome. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to cut this thing <laughs> yeah you just you fuck up the symbols circles fucked portal closes <laughs> awesome god this channel of infinity I, I love it fantastic alright are the other two gone are the other two free yet yeah, they're behind you. They're like, wow, that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so did we already deduct the health that Barst had from uh, this list? Or or not? Uh, I don't think he's been hit, has he? Well, he got hit by the explosion, didn't he? Uh, yes. In that case, yes. I have not been paying okay. attention. Then he's at 35. Why is Ar oh, Eris is at negative 55? That's yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. Was Bars this yeah. injured? I thought we healed. Weren't we all at, like, full health? Oh, no, he got fucked up by the dogs. That's right. Yep. Uh. All right. All right. Yeah, you closed the portal. <laughs> all I, right. I was expecting more. Shalea walks up to you, and she's like, yeah, uh, 
if this is all we have to worry about, I don't think we're going to have any issues. But they brought such a volume and they didn't seem to be exiting that fast. Maybe they have more? I... I wouldn't be surprised. We should definitely look around. What other... Do I know of any other large buildings that might be able to contain something like this? The courthouse. Yeah, the, the one that's surrounded by all the things. Yeah. Fantastic. We just walk, we just walk right into that. <laughs> you suspect anywhere with a large open area might suffice? If they were looking for protection, they'd probably stick to a large building. Maybe somewhere at the harbor? What's left of the harbor? Yeah, I think we should definitely go and look there. Okay. Before we try to take on this massive threat that's in front of us, we definitely need to be sure that we stop as much of the abyssal creatures as possible. The more we manage to take out from this war, the sooner our allies will be able to come and aid us. That includes the odd man and the dragon man now. And we owe Burst kind of crosses his arms and looks out the doorway and then back to you. Well, uh, yeah, that's all well and good, but if you haven't noticed, we can't fly like you can. We're kind of hopeless against most of these demons. Hmm. We should stick together, though, so separating wouldn't do anything good. No. Do we tackle the main building now, or should we wait, is the question. Because they have a lot of force around it, yeah? The large demon thing sitting on the roof, yeah? You would assume there's more hidden around, but you didn't see much of a presence. Alright. First and foremost, I want to double-check anything to see if there's anything of use around in this room. Uh, you find 101 ways to prepare a fish. Awesome. Signed, signed copy. Alright, I'm gonna stuff that in the bag of holding. Very good, excellent choice. Mm -hmm. Love this book. Uh, 101 ways to cook a fish. Gonna need that for the future. Uh, when I become a On a more fish. relevant note, there is nothing of value. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Follow my lead, and we'll figure out our next step based off of what I find. Beforehand, though, you, I'm going to put a hand onto Barst and cast a first-level Cure Wounds. While we... Okay. Just to get him a little bit better. He's fucking hurting. D8. Hey, that's an 8, so that makes an 11. Ooh. 46. That's better better some yeah of half now yeah <sighs> all right okay i'm gonna look out the front door i guess okay, i'll just make a perception check yeah uh 14 14 uh, 13. Streets... 13 either way streets are quiet there's not a whole lot of activity up in the sky the fight has intensified uh it seems to be that the devils and such have made progress over the city. 
and are pushing the demons and the magi back towards their side of the city. So the demons are winning. Demons are losing. Demons are losing. Wait, our force the or their force? Are, our force is pushing on theirs. Okay. We've taken more of the city from them. I keep I keep mixing up the devils and demons. The devils are winning, so that's a plus. Up in the sky, you see this colossal red dragon just tearing through swathes of fucking devils. Demons. Demons. <laughs> Fuck you. <clears throat> well, that seems to be going well. Do I see any other directions that abyssal creatures are coming from? Make another perception check. Okay. With disadvantage. With disadvantage, you say. Oh, well, that one's okay. That one's the same exact number. What the hell? Uh, 13. Again. 13. Fine. The streets are dead quiet, as you have previously seen. As you look up into the sky to see if there's any direction that they seem to be coming from, you can't really tell. You know they're coming from somewhere on this side of the city, but where exactly you don't. Okay. And the force in the center is still there. It's just the one thing on the ceiling? Yep. Alright. This might be our best option. Barst, you still have that jar of rocks, yeah? Uh, yeah. Right. Also, this glass jar full of rocks. I'm going to cast Silence on one of them. Okay. I'm going to do the hand sign to close the thing. He closes the lid. Alright, good. That makes my... Eh, let me go with my spells again. Because that marks my third, second level spell. Alright. Here's the plan. We're going to approach the building with the silence open. So that way the creature doesn't hear us. I don't know if it can still see us or not, but if it can't hear us and it's only derives from sound, we'll be able to make it much safer. If it does suddenly start to attack us, Bars, it's your job to close that thing as fast as possible so that way we can fight it. Gives you a puzzled look. Alright. I don't I don't like our chances against that large ass thing, but you know, sure. I don't either. That's what that's the per that's the purpose of this Silence rock, so that way we don't make any sound. Alright? Alright. Alright. And I'm gonna... Whoop, make my way over there. After he opens right. the rock. Stealthily, I imagine. Oh yes, that absolutely stealthily. Very good. Uh, stealth check. Would we have advantage because we make no sound? I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, natural 20. Burst has a 21, and Chalet has an 18. <gasps> nice. Nice. You're all very, very fucking quiet. You completely disappear. Start making your way up the street. Duck into an alley. Creep up along in between the buildings. Uh-huh, very good, very good. You slowly, painstakingly, 
make your way closer towards the courthouse. Several times you stop, let the odd demon pass by. Grotesque, horrible monstrosities. But you do make your way to the courthouse, undetected. Okay. Okay. This is... They're gonna be in there, right? Oh, well, the rock's still open, so I can't actually talk. You're talking to them, and they just shake their head. <laughs> so where are we in relation to the courthouse? Are they, like, right at the front door? You are kind of pressed along the outside edge. Not on, like, the front steps, but, like, around to the side of the building. Is there an entrance through the side, or do we have to go to the front? You would know there is a back entrance. Let's let's go to the back entrance. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna start walking towards the back entrance. Okay, they follow you. You come up to this uh, little little set of stairs, set into the back of the building with a small landing about four-ish feet off the ground, and there is a door at the top. Okay, I'm gonna. We're not. We're still not spotted. Nope. Okay. Come back here. I'm going to investigate the door to see if there's any any traps or runic symbols on it. Okay. Um, that would be a 16. This side of the door is clean. signal them to kind of stay back a little bit. Not enough to get out of the range of uh, bars, so bars would like be in the middle. Okay. And I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna jostle the door open. Okay. They creep back down the stairs to like near the bottom. Still within the range, so you don't make any noise. Uh, make another dexterity save. <laughs> oh, fucking damn it. <laughs> Just to inform you, I think silence is like a range of twenty feet, I think. That's fine. Okay. This has a range of 15. Okay. I figured as much. So I'm guessing I'm the only one that's getting hit by it. Yep. Ah, son of a bitch. Actually, it's 10 feet. Is it only 10 so feet? Alright, well then I guess uh, Bars would also be getting hit by it. Chalet, Wait. once again, is clean. <laughs> no. The explosion is 10 feet. Oh, the explosion is 10 feet. Yeah, okay, no. Silence is 20 feet. Sweet. Well, I mean, at least the explosion will be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Natural 20. Nice, you take half damage. Fantastic, I'm gonna need it. That's uh, another 5d8. <laughs> this one's way worse than the last. Oh my god. You only take 8 points of damage. Of is that, thunder damage this is time. Is that already halved? Yep. Okay. And it shoots you off the landing back onto the ground still within the silence so for anyone who may have been watching which is no one <laughs> I will point out the door explodes and you go flying and there is no sound nothing absolutely nothing 
I imagine I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, just bah! but it's, there's yep. no sound emanating at all. <laughs> Garst is also screaming, and Chalet's eyes are completely wide as she watches you fly off the edge. <laughs> I'm imagining this like a video game, but you have the mute. You just have your TV muted, and you just get blown back. <laughs> it's like in it's like in Skyrim when you get Fustro Dodd, but there's no sound. <laughs> so you it's just an get old thrown. silent movie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fantastic. I'm gonna fucking drink one of the greater potions of healing they got from Corwin. Go for it. Ugh. So 4d4 plus 4. That's 2. That's 3. That's 6. That's 10. Uh, 14 points of healing. Not bad, not bad. I'll fucking take it. Take everything I can get. Alright. We only have um, one more of those because I think Corwin gave us two. Yep. All right. <sighs> Looking through the door again, just angry. <laughs> Do I see yes, anything? Yes, this is a hallway. This hallway connects to the uh, the the judges' back room and to a storage closet, which would connect to the uh, courtroom itself as well. There is nothing in here, though. Nothing in here, though? Nope. <sighs> okay. I'm going to signal Bars to close it, then, so that way we can step inside. Okay, yeah, he screws the lid back onto the jar. Oh, I have to make a concentration check on silence as well. Uh, yeah, 11. So I'm yeah. Gonna... Hardly. Yeah, barely. <laughs> um, I rolled a 10, so I was like, nah, I'm good, regardless. Um, okay. So an idea. Don't know if it's gonna work, because I don't know what kind of portal he uses. Assuming he's in there. I'm gonna pull out the dimensional shackles. Barst, it's your job to restrain him with these. If you can get his arms behind his back and clamp these onto him, he won't be able to use his arms for spells, and he won't be able to teleport away. He gives the jar to Shalei. It takes the, the furry handcuffs that we got off of the fucking succubus. <laughs> Look, if it works, and he, he can't go into that little portal, because I don't know where that's going. I'm assuming to a different plane. But if it's not, then I mean, oh well. He's still restrained by these plus three dimensional shackles. Yes. Um... Chalet, now that you have the rocks, I think our best option would be for you, if he has any other allies around, would be to run directly towards one of them with the rocks open. That way you could still smash their face in, but they won't be able to retaliate as much. I'll handle the other one, if there is another one. I will run towards wherever there is the strongest grouping of them. Alright. As long as you have it open, they won't be able to cast spells and retaliate. I'm gonna look at this door. Is there anything on this door? No. Shall I... Shall, shall I 
Would you happen to have Mage Hand by just by happenstance? You know, yes, yes, I do. All right, this time you're gonna open the door. <laughs> that would have been a good idea before. Wouldn't you? you know what? In hindsight, I kind of forget that you also are a magic individual. Eh. You got the physique. <laughs> You get the physique, you're wearing solid plates. It makes it kind of difficult to understand where you exactly sit, but then I re remember you're of... You like... Well, rather, you follow the war path. So, with that in mind, I think we should all take a few steps back, so that way we don't explode. Should I go put the rock by the door as well? No, I'm gonna do it. I have a, I have an idea. I'm gonna give me the rock. Okay. She gives you the the jar of rocks. Okay. <laughs> when she casts Mage Hand, that's when I'm gonna open it and I'm gonna hold out the rock. Okay. So yeah, she uh, casts Mage Hand. This floating skeletal hand drifts towards the door. Okay. Grabs when, the handle. If the door explodes, I'm gonna. Regardless of whether or not the door normally opens or explodes, I'm going to hurl the silence rock inside. Okay. Uh, this this door connects to the uh, judge's back room. Just just for a heads up, so this <laughs> is not out into the main. Oh, it's area. not. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. But yes, the door opens up. Uh, you huck the rock. Nothing happens. Okay. No, no explosion. Nothing. <laughs> Alright. I'm just gonna go in. I'm gonna pick up the rock. I'm gonna inspect this door before putting it inside of the... Because is this... There's there's another... This is where that um, one woman was decapitated, right? This... That would have... That was a storage room. Oh. This is just... This is the judge's back room. There's lots of paperwork in here. Most of them are singed and burned. You do see the judge's body off in the corner, tucked behind a shelf. Alright. Uh, if he was killed by the Magi or by the Hounds, you aren't entirely sure. You do see a small stack of, uh, of files that have your signature on them. Um, oh, from from my past jobs. Yeah. Not because you're a criminal. You've <laughs> been brought to court. But other than that, there is nothing in here. No one. Does he have anything on him? The judge? Yeah, I'm guessing. Uh, make a make an, make an investigation check. All right. Silence rock still open. Oh my god, this dice! This dice is going to prison jail. Um, thirteen. Check his pockets. Check his found pockets. Nothing. This lucky purple die has been failing me. Alright. And there's no other rooms, yeah. This is just the back room for him. His, like, personal office. Yeah. There is the door that connects to the, uh, the, the, the courtroom itself, which he would enter and exit from. It is closed as well. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I'm not even going to investigate. I'm just going to assume. Chalet? I'm going to mm -hmm. point to it. 
I'm gonna walk past, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put the silent stone in the jar. Let's do this again. This time, all of us are not gonna be injured. And again, I'm gonna throw this rock into the open door. Okay. And then we're all gonna rush in. All right. This is a. Yep. Never mind. Yep. Mm, maybe maybe not rush in. Alright, just open the door and we'll go from there. Alright. Mei-chan comes out. Alright, opening the rock. Door opens. No explosion. <laughs> Fucking of course. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna throw it in then. Okay, you throw the rock in. Don't hear anything. <laughs> Fucking god damn it. <sighs> right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna peek around it, I guess. <laughs> Make a perception check. <laughs> hey, that's much better. This green die is way better. Uh, 16. 16. Uh, you peek in, you see two magi, neither of them being the, uh, the big bad evil guy but two of them standing near the front doors uh stabs in hand there's a portal in the center and as you peek in you notice sitting up on the judge's bench is a gold coin moving on they see you uh they're yelling to each other but you can't hear them <laughs> Roll initiative. Why can't I hear them? <laughs> Wait, how far did you throw the rock in? I mean, it. I'm guessing not, because I'm guessing it's a it's a court, right? So it's like a big enough room, and it's only a twenty right. foot radius. You, you fucking throw it in. Well, you I mean, hear them I guess, yelling. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. How far? Like, are they in the silent zone? No. Okay. If they were, they'd move out of it. So. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's fucking roll initiative then. I'm gonna look at the other ones, and I'm just gonna like have my eyes wide. Um, all right, that's okay. That's a 14 for or 15 for initiative on my part. Um, all right. This is gonna be bad. Oh god. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they both go before you. <laughs> One guy runs up 30 feet closer, uh, sees the three of you, because the other two are pressed up behind you, and uh, holds up his hands, mutters something, see frost pouring off of his arms, and would he that, unleashes a cone of cold. If he's with, if he gets 30 feet closer, would that put him within the rock range? Mm. Especially, a, if, especially if the other two are behind me when I peek around a, the corner? Roll a B100. silence will he will he notice though nope <laughs> he holds up his hands mutters something silently to himself 
looks confused because nothing fucking happens. Questions life. <laughs> Other guy fucking shakes his head and throws a seventh level fireball at you. <laughs> seventh level fireball? Seems a little excessive. Probably. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. That's four more. Mm. Oh my god. Twelve D6. Oh my god. Roll your saving throws. Alright. Um. Ooh. Uh, dexterity saving throw. Yep. Dirty twenty. Nice. You and Barst pass. It's, I'm guessing Chalet was out of the blast zone again. <laughs> nope, she failed. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was like, if he's targeting me, he probably wouldn't hit them. But I mean, I guess it is a small room. <laughs> twenty-two, twenty-five, twenty-eight. 31. 37. 41. So you take half. You take 20 points of fire damage. Oh, fuck. As is Barst, Chalet takes the whole 41. So she's at 26. Um, I was at 49. Or I was at 55. Uh, so I'm down to 35. Fun. And then concentration on this. DC is 10. Uh, easily natural 20. Nice. Shalai was at full health, right? Yeah, she was at full health. So she's down to... Uh, 26. Yeah, 26. Yikes. Yeah. That was fun. Okay. All right, it's your turn. You know what? Fuck it. We haven't done this once. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna run past. I'm gonna pick up the stone. And I'm sure. gonna, from the necklace of fireballs, I'm gonna rip off a bead and huck it to the dude. The one, the further one, the one that hit us. Alright. That is... What level is that fireball? Uh, it's it's a base fireball, so I'm just throwing one bead. Alright. That's a nat 1 for a save. Alright, so 8d6. Get my d6. So I can save my life. Ooh. Okay, so that's 9, 11, 13. Oh, okay. Um, oh, actually, that was fantastic. I only saw the 1-1. One, one. 13, 24, 25, um, 29 points of fire damage. <clears throat> nice. Uh, yeah, you just incinerate him. He, awesome. He, he shrivels up and dies. Fuck you. Horrible I'm gonna, burns. I'm going to stay close to the other magi with my fucking rock. I'm just going to stare at him with like fire burning off part of my hair. <laughs> he looks terrified. He's also screaming, but you hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Barst's turn. Barst runs up to the dude. Two attacks. Uh, that's a crit and a 24. It's a lot of d6s. Two, four. Space attack. It's actually not that great for damage. Not that it matters. Yeah, that's a whopping 28 points of slashing damage. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dead. 
just cleaved in half. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He dies screaming. <laughs> but we can't hear it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. All right, I'm gonna go up to the. All right, I'm. I'm gonna close the silence rock. All right, right you two. You two. Stay back. I'm gonna touch this coin. So you two, you two stay back. Yeah, they they stand on the opposite side of the room from you. All right, I'm gonna look at this coin. Okay. I'm gonna have my hands hovering near it like Indiana Jones. Okay. Is there anything odd about this? Do I make notice anything a, specific? Make a perception check with advantage. Okay. Okay, well, good thing I have the advantage. Uh, 14. It is a coin, but as you look at it more closely, you'd notice that the face on the coin is uh, your side of the holy symbol. My side of the holy symbol. Yep. I'm gonna put my hand onto it. Okay, nothing happens. I'm gonna pick it up and look at the other side. It's just your side of the holy symbol. Hmm. So... Just for remembrance sake, our coin always has two of the same side depending on the person who's in control, right? Yep. So I've never seen this coin with both of them. Never. I'm gonna take You would out... also remember your your vision from before, just before the war started. Of Jester talking to someone, placing a coin on the bench. What I'm going to do is I'm going to press both the coin that's kind of like heating up that we have and then this coin. Does it do anything? No. Okay. I'm going to put the two away. Uh, is there an arcane sigil that's keeping this portal open? Yep. Yeah, a similar circle to the last with is it... slightly different runes. Does this look the same as the portal that uh, was, it, was summoning abyssal creatures? Okay, then I'm gonna I'm same gonna... kind of purple smoke. All right, I'm gonna open up the the rock again. Okay. And I'm gonna carve into this thing. All right. You carve it up. You just you you smash one of the runes because that's really all you need to do. All right. And the portal closes. All right. I'm gonna close it. How long do I have left of this uh, silence? By the way, it How lasts long for ten minutes. Last. Uh, it lasts for ten minutes. Say... Maybe, maybe two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. Let me double check that, but I'm pretty sure it's ten minutes. Yep. Yeah, ten minutes. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go up to the to the pair, Chalet and Barst. Okay. Um. First and foremost, Chalet and I, we should recoup with us so that way we can get all of our energies back. Um, 
Should we try to rest in this room? I'd say, first, first kind of turns to you. I'd say we uh, rest somewhere other than here, because if they notice something's wrong, they'll come investigate. I was expecting them to be holed up in here. Why would they put so much fortification specifically here? Maybe because they knew it had some kind of mm, meaning to you. Like a trap, basically. It's my thought. But if it's a trap, we haven't uh, sprung one other than the door. Um, the door that they're kind of staying up against, um, does that lead to the court hallway? Or is that Yeah, lead that out? would lead to like the entrance area. Yeah, and like the, that would lead the... out into the street. Okay. So the entrance room, which then has the door to outside. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm gonna direct them to back up. Chalet, you should try opening that door with your mage hand again. Just to see if we should search the entirety of this building to see if there's anything else. We're already in here, and getting back here might be difficult. She salutes and uh, hustles over to you. Barst comes over as well. And Mei-chan opens the door. Nothing. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what Do we see anything on the inside? Maybe. Roll a d100. I haven't decided. Okay. Well, I'm a, I would stealth up to it regardless. Okay. So, I'll so roll your stealth check and then roll a d100. Okay. Uh, our house. Fantastic natural one on stealth. Great. Uh, 64. 64. So you do find something. Shall I also got a nat one for her stealth? And Barst is not great. With a six. So the three of you, not, not, not stealthy at all, hobble up, injured, panting, peek inside, and you see a hand mirror sitting on the counter, the front counter, like the reception counter. Beautiful silver that appears to be uh, crafted to resemble like leaves of a tree or vines, maybe. It's just sitting there. There's no one in here. Yeah, okay. Let's, uh, let's just head out then. Let's not go near that. If there's nothing in here, my guess is, is that, is it facing the doorway to exit? It's just sitting on the counter. It's not facing anything. Nope. That's clearly been placed. We have no reason to touch it. I say we just turn around, go back into an abandoned home, and relax a little bit. Yep. Let's, uh, let's, let's not linger. I'm going to open the silence rock with the remaining two minutes that we have, 
and we're gonna track our um, pace back. So we're going out through the, the judge area. Yep, so you leave out the back door again. Uh, anywhere specific you're going or just to a home? Um, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, not back to the library. Let's just go back to um, a, a random home that I can see that's got what looks to be like an open area. All right, yeah, so after a couple minutes, with the remainder of your silence on the rock, I won't have you roll. Shouldn't have in the courthouse either, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> you make it back. Silence runs out just as you crest the uh, the doorway to the home. Small, squat, little one-room house. Furniture is completely destroyed. Nothing of note in here. Small window. Where would they be then? Where's... Are they not even... They have Magi troops here. So what... Where would they be held up? Where would they even be? The one woman came from the portal. So maybe they're just hiding on the other side? But then she was just walking in a direction to go betray... So then where would she have gone? That's, time, that's something to research once we get a little bit of some relaxation. Breath to catch ourselves. Shalaya leans back and kind of does like a cursory glance out the window. Well, Neverwinter's big. What's the most defendable place here in the city? I imagine the courtroom. Um, would I know of any large... Oh, 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 wait. Um, the center keep, right? The castle, yep. Everything's yeah. here. Because it's exactly the same as the Shadowfell Neverwinter. Yep. Oh. D duh. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the biggest portion of the city. This, The castle itself. I don't know why I even thought that it was the courtroom. Well, I mean, at least we still got something out of it. We're still... Yeah. diminishing their still... progress. Exactly. We're still slowly turning the tide. Uh, I mean, the but they're in the castle. They're in the castle. We're going to need everybody. Which means because we have to... Because the three of us can't storm a fucking castle. Let's, no. let's be serious here. No, not even close. Look what those two magi did to us. So then what we need to do is we need to find more of these portals. That's our only option. The moment that we cut their ties with the abyssal creatures, the moment our forces will storm. You've noticed, though, that hardly anything is coming out of here, though, right? Out of the ones we've closed? Right. So I don't understand. They must have more, or a large central one, probably in the castle. 
I would imagine. Even if only a few are coming out of these smaller portals, that's still enough to sway some of the direction. I mean, I have a contingency plan, but I don't know if it would be smart. And what's that? My guess is that they still have those runic markings and lines that intersect amongst the city. Maybe if we you, interrupt You can't it, honestly mean that you want to drop Neverwinter onto Waterdeep, right? We're not dropping it onto it. It's not over it yet. Not quite. So I'm saying if we did it now, we would drop the city away from the city. It's not a bad idea, Chalet pipes up. But at the same time, we'd be dooming everybody who's on the city. We haven't seen a single... a single civilian yet. I don't think they have any. Where'd they all go? biggest issue that I have with doing that is obviously if there are civilians, but I just haven't seen any. But maybe they're held up in the castle. It's entirely possible. Though there were a whole lot of civilians and we were here a few days ago. Yeah, we were here maybe a week ago. It was an entire city, but I haven't seen a single civilian even on the other half of the Red Wall, I don't think the entire populace can hide inside of the castle. What's, what's the plan, boss? We are uh, gonna rest here, and then what? Once we recoup, I'm thinking we're going to need everyone, which means we need to somehow stop the abyssal creature's flow, or at least the substantial one. They would have to have, if they're sending out such an enormous amount of flying abyssal creatures to combat ours, that means that they would have to be open to the air, right? they made a hole to the air, as we saw in the library. Well, that would still mean that it's open to the air. I, I suppose. Yes, I see your point. I'd be really dwindling my magic by doing this. If we got close enough to the castle, I can send in a vision. I can send in my orb of vision and try to spot where it might be. I'm guessing you don't have something like that, Chalet. She shakes her head no. While we're taking this short rest, can I inspect 
to see if the markings for Arcane Eye are in Eris's book, her spell book. Go for it. And as you do, they are. This is our best option, and Eris will be the necessary component in this. Even now, she will still help us. If we cast this through her spellbook, it won't require our necessary magic. It'll get rid of the spell inside of the spell book, but I think that's a natural cost that we need to take. Burst kind of sits down in the corner, kind of just drops onto his ass. Hops. Yeah. Well, it's not like she's gonna need it anymore, right? No. So that's the plan, then. We rest up, and we go towards the main central capital, I guess. Once we get towards it, within relative distance, we use the arcane eye in her book, and we go searching for it. Once we find it, then we'll figure out from there. But just knowing where it is is going to be crucial to our plan. face look <laughs> no <Nah>, I'm good <laughs> oh my god I don't know why I didn't think there was a fucking keep inside Neverwinter <laughs> I have no idea why I didn't put the two and two together <laughs> shaking my head the whole time I'm like really <laughs> <laughs> this entire campaign for some reason I've been thinking that Neverwinter doesn't have a keep but the Shadowfell Neverwinter the place that is literally an echo yep. of this plane yep. has the keep and I'm like no they don't have one we've been in it <laughs> <laughs> we've been in it like three times <laughs> We lived in Neverwinter. We did. God. I'm just sitting here like, should I should I tell them? <laughs> no, when the moment came, I was like, wait, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's right over there. The big ass building that's probably Up on the hill. You can fucking see it from anywhere in the city. <laughs> filled to the brim with Magi probably chilling out over there <laughs> my god 
disgusted with myself. <laughs> All right. Are you going to impose self-disadvantage? I mean, no. Because you're still a bastard with these thunder doors. <laughs> Just barricading up the other entrances. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, alright, I'm gonna check. Alright, there's nothing going on here. <laughs> Oh, except it's just silent. <laughs> Always ward the inside of your doors, kids. See, the thing was, was I was like, do I send Arcane Eye to check to see if any of these other doors are fucked? Do I do that? Do I send it through the keyhole just to determine whether or not there's something there? Weighing my options. My last fourth level spell if I were to do that. I'll take the damage. <laughs> How many slots are we operating with? Um, look at the bag of holding page. I've been marking them. It's actually quite a few. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been spell managing. Good. I have nothing else to say about this mm-hmm. other than good. I mean, you have <laughs> access to the, a single fourth level spell, so yeah. Hell yeah! Beautiful. All those tasty thirds. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, yeah, because you you just got your fourth one. That we've yep. we, we determined that you've had your access to the fourth level spell slot for a little bit. Maybe it, it can't be proven. <laughs> I mean, a few episodes ago, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, <laughs> um, all right, I am ready when you are. I am also ready. All right. So, Jester, mm-hmm. you come into consciousness as this flow of energy once again that you are very much so reminiscent about you take the position that um, Anna was in and when you do you're pretty sore there's some scarred burnings on your skin and you're overall just kind of tense and you can see everyone around you is also pretty tense why can I never wake up somewhere nice why why does Anna bring us to these terrible places well I mean that was your choice as well. You came yeah. just as much as any of us. Ugh. Well, I'm glad to see both of you are still alive. As much as it is, yeah. We, uh, have a solid plan now with the aid of Eris, and... Well, it's the best option we have apart from going around house to house. But we do need to rest. Yeah, that would be a, a good idea. I am very hurt. <laughs> I don't know how Anna managed to stay on her feet, but this is not great. I mean, we're more than half health. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm exaggerating. I'm very hurt. I'm, my eyes, they've fallen out. <laughs> um, so do you try to get your short rest in? Yeah, that would be, that'd be good. Does anybody keep watch? I pointed burst. All right. Barst. You're also not sleeping, so. Yeah, I know, but just keeping a general eye out, keeping up. Um, actually, there's no necessary watches. Everyone just roll perception checks. I'm but hoping one of them rolled well. <clears throat> perception. That is ten. Ten. 
You're keeping General Eye out. You're keeping more Eye out than Chalet and Barst, as they seem to be kind of patching up their armor pieces, as well as kind of dusting off a lot of the uh, scarred markings that seem to have been exploding out over them. So they seem a little bit distracted. Uh, <laughs> and there's a few moments where you hear the sound of just like a cawing in the distance. Just... But it seems to be further off away than being close. And after 45 minutes or so, you do successfully get your short rest in. Great. For so... a moment there, I thought we were going to get killed by Crow. No. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> But uh, you can roll hit dice. And I also realized we actually have not taken a short rest yet. So we've actually barely been in the city for probably an hour. Now it would be two hours. All right. Because we were going to take a short rest, but then through some superior healing from Chalet and yourself, everyone was at full health. And there was no need to take the short rest at that point. <clears throat> throw, throw in my dice. Rolling four hit dice. Barst is also rolling his dice. Good. Ooh. Uh, hey. Barst is back up to full. Chalet. Using a D8. That one's okay. That one's not. Eh. Just use a little bit more. There we go. Now she's at max. She you know has... what? I'll burn. I'll burn one more. She has five hit dice. Barst has six. We have four left. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 62 is good. It's much better than the 34 that we were at. Yes. You used five dice and got 28. We don't have a con mod. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yep. Yep, that's fair. <clears throat> okay, after you all catch your breath, you kind of just relax some, take a deep breath and exhale. You can find yourselves balancing out, decompressing from the whole circumstance. As you hear explosions and screaming off into the distance of the distant blood war. I'm used to this. This is my home. Yeah, you also hear extreme heavy music playing, and it's just flying around with extreme guitar strings and blaring music. Very good. I, I dig it. Why couldn't hell be more like this when we were there, huh? <laughs> what are you two? Do what are you three doing? After our rest, I'll uh, get up and dust myself off. And I'll peek out the window first. Make a perception check. Mm, mm -hmm. Six. This dice is fucked. It's done. Six. So you look down the alley. You look left and right. You don't see anything. You look forwards. You don't see anything. You don't see that big bird that was on top of the courthouse. And that's what you see. I furrow my brow. Is the bird gone? <laughs> I mean, it's possible. It's been six. It's been roughly an hour. Mm. Mm. I don't like it. I really don't like birds. I hate them more than gnomes. All right. I creep over to the door then, and I'll look out there. 
Okay. The door faces the opposing alleyway um, further down in. When you initially open it, it's just directly next to another building, so you only see that initial wall until you look left and right. <clears throat> Make another perception check. Ten. Looking left, you don't see anything. You kind of peer over, look to the right, and you can see the clopping of um, big heavy footsteps as you can see the large creature of uh, Abyss, the one that had, that's been, seems to carry itself with its fists, trudging forwards past you, going back towards the tr the uh, court building. Doesn't seem to have noticed you. My eyes are really wide and I kind of just slide back into the home. Close okay. the door. Yeah. Uh, we're fine. We're good. Hmm. That, that seems to be someone who's composed and everything is fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. I'm very composed. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> we're fine. We're going. Out the window. Preferably. Alright. Then here. This might be best as well. Um... haven't been necessarily using a lot of my magic, so if you want to hold up the rock, I can, I'm can. i the one that can put the silence on it this time. <sighs> Good. Because I don't actually know silence. <laughs> yeah, then I think I've, it's it's up to me now to use this. Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I give her the jar full of rocks. Alright. Yeah, she casts silence, puts it in, keeps the jar open, and she does a gesture of you to take the lead. Alright, I salute, and I, I creep out the window. Does the window open, first of all? Window's not, but you can just slide it open, just... Okay. Not, not hard, okay, not locked. Throw it open, and then, like, slither out. Like okay, make a uh, stealth check with advantage. The other two... Oh boy. The other two um, also genuinely have advantage, because... The thing is, is that the armor gives you disadvantage because of the sound... But if there is no sound, then I'm going to give you advantage anyways. Fine. Ooh. Ooh. Chalet. Aw, burst. <laughs> so Chalet is extremely quiet and unearingly, like, peering around corners just with no sound. How, what did you roll? 21. 21. You are on pace with Chalet. You uh, you two are about equal. Good. Barst, he's trailing around, and you can tell he's kicking rocks sometimes when he's moving, and eventually they slide out of the silence room, the silence circle, and they just go right at the end, but there doesn't seem to be anything nearby that's essentially able to hear that. Where are you going? Uh, towards towards Castle Never, I suppose. Going towards the Castle Never. As, as Burst is kicking rocks out, I scream at him to stop, and he's an idiot, but he can't hear me. Yeah. It's very therapeutic. <clears throat> you scream out loud just to try to release the tension in your voice, and it definitely is released with no hint of any insults being thrown or curse words being sworn. Actually, I wouldn't even be able to hear the rocks skittering out, would I? Yes, you would. Silence doesn't deafen you. Not even in the area? Nope. Fine. I'm pretty sure... Let me double check. But I'm pretty sure you're not deafened while inside of it. It's just that no sound emanates inside of the zone. 
but I might be wrong about that. Silence. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage, and creatures are deafened while entirely inside it. You are correct. So yeah, you wouldn't hear shit. Great. Then I don't yell at him, because I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Oh, funny. Wait. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage. That door wouldn't have hurt me. You are correct. It doesn't matter, because we short-rested anyways. Let's just add another single hit dice, because you wouldn't have had to use it. Nice. Probably at full. <laughs> so that... Nice. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't realize sounds could be used in such a defensive tactic. That's <laughs> funny. Oh yeah, no sound can be created or pass through the sphere. Okay. So if you put it in like a doorway, anything that was on one end, the other side wouldn't hear. Interesting. Okay. Easily enough. You begin making your way <clears throat> towards the keep. Um... Make a perception check, just for the sake of while you're traveling. 16. 16. You're keeping close eye out, being the head of the group, as the other two do not know how to get to the keep from the city of Neverwinter. They're following close behind you and moving behind every one of your footsteps. As you're traveling through, you begin to make your way forwards and forwards. forwards before a figure lands on a building somewhat nearby you wouldn't necessarily have noticed it because you wouldn't have heard it but when you look up you can see the large bird like abyssal creature is on top of a roof and several like shellings from the roof itself kind of fall into the alleyway and that's the only reason why you would have noticed it to make you look up Immediately, it just its head just perks up, looking in every direction. Just and it takes I, off. Uh, <sighs> okay. In that case, we're not stopping. <laughs> I figured as much. Um, making your way there, you're easily able to make it to the other side of the city by this point, considering the court was in the center focus of it. It takes you the better part of about eight minutes to make it to not directly in front of the castle or anything. Where are you trying to get close to? Like, how far? How fucking close do we have to be for this to work? You have no idea. You don't know how the Arcane Eye spell works. Great. And I also... Mm. <laughs> what? Right. What, you need you need something? Uh, how how close do I have to get for this spell to work? It's not a matter of how close, it's just a matter of how long you can cast the spell. It can travel as far as it wants, but it, after an hour it's gonna dissipate. Fine, okay. So, like, here should be fine then. Um, yes... Especially if you're going to be hiding inside of a building and sending it out. It's invisible. 
so it won't um, you won't be at risk of being uh, seen by outside or by natural creatures that can that don't see invisibility. I see. Okay. So uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll go hide with these two, and then I'll uh, start start looking around at this okay. eye. So you're using the book, right? Yep. And you can use fourth level spells, which is important. <laughs> so you do not need to roll to see if the spell works. <laughs> good. Very, so very good. <laughs> you open up the book of Eris, and you can see as you kind of open it, there's a little bit of some ash and dust that kind of falls out of the pages as you flip through them. And you get to the page that has the arcane eye spell inscription into it. Chalet closes it, closes the rock. It's going to be important. We'll be waiting and keeping a close eye out. But as she kind of closes it, you can hear and kind of passing by, because you're you're in a a building, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Passing by the window is the same like huge forearmed abyssal creature just kind of walking using his fists down the alleyway passes over the window but it is loud and it's just <laughs> getting further and further away good this is a dangerous place so we need yep. to be quick watch um, the entrances I will make this as quick as possible and mm-hmm. then we are getting the fuck out of here well, you can also still see, even with the arcane eye being cast, it's just that it uh, it's basically acts as a third eye. I wouldn't know this. <laughs> this is true, and neither would Shalai. So, <laughs> as you mutter the incantation and you place your hand over the spell book, you can see the words kind of lift off of the page and coalesce around your fingers as you close your eyes and you just finish off the incantation and a third eye begins to like emanate from your forehead and you can just it begins to look around the room and you can see yourself creepy who are yeah, we right it's, now it's definitely weird because it's seeing yourself is different than how others see you and how you see yourself in a mirror so it looks kind of weird you look a little bit whiter than you might have necessarily wanted it's just yeah, seems and you look wide as fuck <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a fisheye lens, anyways. Um, Great, burst is like <laughs> half a fucking mile wide. <laughs> no, no, no. But so, how far are you from? The, you said you asked how far you are from the castle, the keep. Yeah. Um. You're easily about maybe a good two minutes from the actual entrance to the the castle's keep walls, the gates that close downwards, and then the courtyard that follows suit with it. So right. to get it to the castle, it's going to take two minutes, because it travels right. at 30 feet. Then we should have just stayed where we were. But I didn't know that. So whatever. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Onward. Eyeball. All right. The eye just kind of floats out through the window, just and begins to stir its way over there. As it's traveling, uh, make a perception check with advantage, because you're now gaining height. So you're able to see further down and things. Mmm. 13. 13? You can tell that 
winged creature seems to be hopping between buildings. Just... <laughs> it's just hopping between buildings, doing the same kind of motion. Down each alleyway that are kind of focusing, you can see at least one of these armed, massive four-armed creatures just kind of patrolling down the alleyways. So all in all, there's three one from each of the directions. Great. And making your way to the keep itself. As you kind of float further up and up and up, you can tell there is a number of magi that are patrolling the upper walls themselves. They're on the actual parapets. Um, there's one per parapet. And then in the courtyard, there's a large, or like a, not, not large, but a very thick red wall that seems to go from point one to point from point A to point B. And it stretches along the entirety of the courtyard. So getting over it would be an ordeal, as well as the fact that the tops of them seem to have been co coated in this thick layering of um, spike barbed wiring. I see. So they've really fortified the castle then, which is already the most fortified position in the city. Yes. With Magi, is... who have some of the most fortifiable and siege-defense-worthy magic. This is really shaping up. <laughs> Great. But nothing takes notice of you, so easily enough, you begin to fly up and up and up. From your normal senses inside of the building, you just hear... Continuing your search, make a perception check once again, this time without advantage, because it's an intricate castle, and it's very oh. difficult to see all the fine details of it. Eighteen. Eighteen. As you're looking, a lot of the Neverwinter's main castle keep is <clears throat> far more interior than is outerior, so experiencing knowing the layout somewhat of the interior based off of your um, echo time spent in the Shadowfell, you would know that there is a lot of passages inside of the, the castle itself. Though not necessarily being long, they're wide rooms, some are expansive, hallways that extend down several tens of fifties of feet until they go up to another layer where it then extends more and more. So it's very intricate inside. That said, you can tell with an 18, part of this keep doesn't look natural. It does, it's something you don't remember. There seems to be a more wide expanse in the back portion of it. And initially that comes to mind as the main area where you had seen all of the refugees in um, Shadowfell's ne Neverwinter, but that was further in the center. This looks almost as wide, but there's no opening to the top. Apart from that, you don't spot anything else. I don't see anybody or anything? You can tell that there's people, there's definitely magi, patrolling on all the parapets accessible, but you don't spot anyone specific. 
You can definitely see that abyssal creatures continue to fly out, but you don't know where they're coming from. And there was a larger conflux of these these demons? A much larger conflux. Clearly, there's one to two of them flying out every six seconds. I see. Oh, fuck. And they seem to be coming from... Some are flying out from different windows inside the castle, but then there are some that are coming off of the other side of the cliff. Hmm. All right. And that's as far as you can see. You still have plenty of time with this arcane eyes. It's at this point taken, it, it has five minutes of its hour duration gone. Great. In that case, I will uh, explore more of the interior and see if I can find our, our best friend. Okay. So where are you starting? There's a lot of windows that lead to different um, portions of the uh, layered floors. You can remember there are three floors specifically. The top upper one was where the throne slash, uh, as far as you remember, um, storage room was where they contained all of their precious supplies. The layer under that was where their intelligence and a lot of information as well as bedding and lodging was. And then the first layer is where it's the most expansive in terms of room length, but it's the least um, separate, separated of rooms. I see. Well, this the guy only... was a pompous asshole, so I assume he would be at the top, sitting in a throne. All right. So you go and look in there? Yeah. Okay. So easily enough, you just float the arcane eye which is basically the size of a marble if not less and it just floats on in uh, you can see this mage eyes there he's kind of looking outside terrified you can see his neck his knees are actually kind of shaking a little bit he looks a bit a bit younger he's a uh, younger halfling individual um but nevertheless, he continues to go looking around, making sure that nothing's happening, and you just kind of skirt right by him. Going down the steps, as the steps from the parapet were there, <clears throat> you continue along the length until you reach to what looks to be what looks like an old throne room. It's got a lot of uh, rubble inside, a lot of uh, debris from probably the shaking of the entire city, as well as um, torn and shredded up carpets and rugs. The throne itself sits there um, with an elegant red design and blue markings that kind of go up along a slightly white archway, archway for the arms and the back of the entire throne. There's no one sitting in it. Well, you two, we have a problem. Potential. A potential problem. What would that be? You might not even be here. What? Why wouldn't he be here? I don't know. I'm going to keep exploring the castle, but I haven't seen him yet. And I don't know where else he would be. Yeah. Keep searching. We'll keep a close eye out. Nothing's come by, but I've seen that 
thing once or twice. Yeah, I have to. It's definitely, um, a point of concern. We may not have the full hour that we were hoping for. If it comes to that, hop in the hole, reach around in my pockets and find it. Uh, I have a way to get us out. It'll right. be fine. Flips it out, lays it out just in front of you so that way, worst case scenario. And what do you do? You still have at I this see. point easily plenty of time with your arcane eye. Right. So I'll systematically go through the castle room by room, floor by floor, until I find him. Okay. Or some point of entrance for us later on. Okay. Um, looking around, you go to the other parapet, and it's the same similar situation where you see another magi individual who's looking out out the window, looking out to the side, making sure that nothing seems to be flying in. There's a few moments where you can almost see another abyssal creature kind of curling up and landing on the side of it before just taking off and flying away again. This one seems to be elven in nature, and he's just standing there with a pretty slim build, but uh, he's got little wrinkling hands. Going back down, you search the remainder of the third room, third floor, and there seems to be a side room once you go away from the throne room, and the door is closed. But easily enough, being an arcane eye, it can skirt right into the crack. It can also go straight through the keyhole if needed. So, looking inside, you can see a number of things. There seem to be roughly 15 figures, all of which have my brain turned off, all of which have been bound and gagged. They have bags over their heads, so you cannot recognize them, but they seem to be of noble descent. Their clothing looks nice, though being disheveled. It has, some of them have nicer jewelry on that seems to have been left with them, and kind of looking at the remainder of the room, considering you have um, dark vision with this eye, you look back and you can see that there seems to be a locked mechanism directly over the door. Interesting. That you would have only been able to see from the inside. It's just bound figures in there? Um, yep. That's as far as you can tell. Hmm. There's another There's another room here as well. I see. Okay. I'll, I'll relay this to them. They have the royal family. At least I assume it's the royal family. Bound and gagged. Not in the way I enjoy. Looking onward. Why are they taking prisoners? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to theorize something I don't exactly know either. Just keep looking. We don't exactly have a whole lot of time. No, I agree. So, so I'll look under the, the other door. Okay, so going out from out of that door and going across the hall to the other remaining one, um, looking inside, you can see what looks to be like an office space. There is a single chair there, uh, a load of documents, uh, a candle that seems to be lit. Um, in response to the rest of this castle, it's pretty refinedly cleaned. The ground itself seems to be um, refurbished as well as uh, maintained in comparison and the desk that's there is rather nice and chic. There seems to be a household plant in the corner. 
Like a, like a fern, like a bracken. Hmm. Oh, yes, of course, a bracken. Classic. I mean, yeah, brackens, the source of all life. Naturally. <laughs> but that's all you see inside this room. There's so, no one in here. There's no one in here. Hmm. Okay, so he's not with the family. Alright. Do you keep going? Yep. Alright, exiting. Heading down to the second layer. You go down the winding steps. Uh, actually, they're not winding. It's straight down. There's two columns that go down, and they kind of curl inwards. So, going down, kind of hover over the railing, continue to go into it. You can see that there are a number of bustling abyssal creatures in this room. They are running off to the sides, which seem to have like these open little, small, incredibly tight um, square windows that they place a hand in, tuck in their wings, and just fly out through, just like a bullet, almost just shooting out. And it's just consistently doing that. From the left and the right, you can see two other rooms they seem to be walking from. And these rooms are uh, pretty large. This is a room that you have not seen before in comparison to um, the Shadowfell Neverwinter. Hmm. That's what you see when you first come down. When you turn around, you can see the hallway that you are f much more familiar with. On the opposing end of it, you can see another room that has, uh, um, that you would remember being, um, the library or the room with the map. <clears throat> On the opposing end of that door is a open, not window, it's more like an arch that leads outdoors. And you can see a mage is standing directly next to that with his hand at the ready. And more steps that go down. <clears throat> no drider this time? No drider this time. Damn it. Alright, I'll head down the stairs then. Okay. Going down the stairs, you get to the first layer. When you go down, you can see there are heavily armored individuals directly at the stairwell. Looking further out, you can see on the other side of the red wall, there are easily probably about 10 or 12 different magi individuals who are hiding behind barricades inside the building. None are out in the courtyard. <clears throat> In the main central area, you can see a lot of the big four-armed individuals that are carrying what looks to be large pallet-like um, containers that, that are uh, in square format, and they're probably about your size in both width and height. And they're just moving them into a specific corner. Hmm. Fine. I don't see our 
our lovely host anywhere. You haven't? There's still the two rooms that are up in the uh, up on the second floor, though. Yeah, fuck it. Way up there. Okay. No, going up there, no, going no, towards no. where the abyssal creatures seem to be coming from, you look under one, and you can see something different. There's still purple fog kind of emanating around, but instead of the portal being like just coalescing there, and that's what the purple fog is coming from, the entire floor just feels colder. And there's a wall that's there. This room itself is probably about 30 feet by 15 feet. So it's not necessarily very wide, but it's fairly long. And consistently there's just this pouring of abyssal creatures running down the, the length of this hallway. At the other end of it, you can see what looks to be a red circle. Different than the disturbing black smoky portals that you've seen before that were destroyed these ones have like a red ring around them and you can partially see on the opposing side and that's in one of them wait what you got in there that what did you hear what was the last thing you heard on the other side of them was there something else, or was it just a weird inflection? Uh, it's, you can see a different terrain on the other side of it. Oh, okay, I see. Yes. Makes sense. And this is on the... This is in one of the rooms. Weird. Okay. <laughs> they have indeed opened a portal. <sighs> Still no sign of him, though, hey? No sign of him. Fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah, if there's nothing else to see other than potentially the abyss, I will just cancel the spell. Okay. Um, ending the spell, coming to your senses of already normal senses, you can tell that Chalet and Barst are there still being very cautious at the windows and the door, but nothing seems to have changed. This is taking place in over about 15 minutes. Okay. Well, that was helpful to an extent, I guess. What'd you find? They indeed have a very, very large portal. Potentially two of them. Two of them? Okay. They have completely fortified the castle, more than I ever thought possible. More of those fabulous red walls everywhere. Alright. Uh, the entrance that you and I took before, Chalet, I don't know if you remember, mm -hmm. when we went in search of the map, <clears throat> that is completely fortified. There are many, many demons in there, and magi, believe it or not. He does have the royal family, for some reason, at the top. Perhaps as a bargaining chip? Perhaps for something else? I, I don't entirely know. I don't either. I would imagine it has something to do with maybe a deal that he made to get the Abyss on his side? Maybe. But why still have them then? I haven't known demons to uh, 
negotiate? I don't know. I have no idea. I also don't know anything about Neverwinter. I don't know what kind of royal family they would have. Beats me. I just know there's a royal family, and they, they rule, but I don't know what, what they do, or what the fuck the relation to them and these people is. That's Other than that, I still have not seen the man. You haven't seen him? Nope. Then where would he be? I have no idea. Barst leans in. Well, this may not be the time or place. If we're not going to storm this place, then we need to fall back. The more we wait in here, the more risk we're going to be undergoing. You don't say. Yeah. Sorry, that was rude. Yes, we should leave. I agree. Oh, fuck. What's the plan, then? Do we just sneak out the way we can? Well, what was the defense like? You said that they might have two really large portals. Yes, Is they there are some in the way center to potentially the they're in the center of it? Center on the second floor. Is there a way that we might be able to sneak in not from the front? <clears throat> if we flew up there, maybe. We could definitely get in, but I don't know if we can get back out. I don't know. While they're still congregated here and they're pushing out that amount of war force, we won't have allies that get us there. At least not for a while, and the more time we waste, the closer Neverwinter gets. Hmm. We can fall back, but then what's our plan from there? Inform our army, maybe? Hmm. It's true, we could do that. Well, we'll follow your lead. We'll just, you'll, whatever you decide, we'll accept. Oh, but I need opinions. <laughs> Personally, if he's not there, that means he's somewhere. He wouldn't be nowhere when all this is taking place. No. And we have to operate under the assumption that he knows exactly what we're doing at this point in time. Exactly. Which means if he knew exactly what we were doing, then wouldn't that mean that he would try to stop us from being able to see inside? Why did he allow it? Or he would have sent someone to us after we destroyed the first portal, or before we even got there. Everything that's been happening has been... Because he allowed it. So then the question to bear is why? We've been playing his game since the start, haven't we? If he has to be somewhere, it means he has to be in two different places. 
or he has the potential of being in two different places. He's either up here, in this city, or down there in Waterdeep. I don't like either of these choices. If he's in Waterdeep, what the fuck are we gonna do? Go door to door? No. But in the current state, he can't do anything. As far as we know, he's also holding the city up. Someone has to be running this ritual from somewhere. You're right. You're right. Just let bitches in. Well, I mean, whatever we decide to do, we have to run with it. We can't stop. The moment that we stop doing something, the entire war ends. And if the war ends, based off my assumption, then maybe he's down there waiting for us to think we've won. It's entirely possible. I mean, I'm not an overly powerful being that can wipe out <laughs> None of us force, are. but I would still imagine that there are limits to his power. Right? I mean, you brought hell here. If he was going to do something in Waterdeep, I don't think he would have planned for Zeriel to emerge. And to bring about this scale of war. I don't know if Zeriel can lift a city, though. That's the issue. With enough time, I would imagine. Enough preparation. It's not like he just immediately lifted it. He had a long time to spend here. This is true. Weeks or even months, based off of what that guy was reading back in the Red Tower. And what, um... The, uh... The now... Watermelon-headed creature... She was talking about that too, wasn't she? From what you told. I don't like our choices here. I don't either. But it's either we go back and inform the army if there's a change, but then what would that do? Nothing. But at the same time, if we go looking for him in either place, he might just choose to leave entirely. We don't really have whole lot of choices the moment he leaves we have to do something unorthodox something that he wouldn't be planning exactly I have an idea and Anna will not like it but at this point I don't really know if we have a choice oh no what plan do you have now I am not going to say on the off chance he is listening We'll take your word for it. Spoil things. Of all the unorthodox people to come up with a scatterbrained plan, it would be you. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate and it. That in this circumstance, that's a good thing. He's planning out calculations. Any thought process that I might throw in there is probably something he's already run through. But at the same time, he's been watching us forever, so he might know that we were planning something unorthodox. 
Or am I completely overthinking this, do you think? Well, if he's thinking that, he won't know what it is until it's already happened. He this needs... is all very meta, and it hurts my head. <laughs> he needs this war to continue. For some reason. But what benefit does death give him? I don't know. Oh. Oh, oh no. What? We need to get out of here. We need to go talk to someone. Immediately. Is this out of out of mind talk or is this uh uh, uh mm, internally. Internally. With Anna. Where do we need to go? Why who do we need to speak to? The souls. He's gathering souls. The soul. We need to talk to the souls. Not talk to them. I don't know, but he has them. He is amassing a large amount of them. And we both know that, you know, souls have power. We've seen what even a tiny amount of a fraction of a soul will do. So then where are we going? we got to go talk to, I don't know, Zeriel? Or maybe, uh, her name? It's completely it? gone. Yep. They might know something about the power of souls. Maybe. Then... The only reason I can imagine that he wants so much death is for that single purpose. Like, realistically, they're not after the purple rocks we've seen. Because mm -hmm. they leave them everywhere. They obviously don't care about holding land, because they just abandon everything they destroy. So what they're amassing is souls. That would make sense. Though abyssal creatures themselves don't have souls. That's how the Blood War was able to prevent them from immediately rushing over. Neither do fiends, though. But maybe that was only in retaliation for us bringing in the Hells. That's true. If he just managed to drop Neverwinter on top of the city, I would imagine that would create a number of souls. That might be why we also haven't seen any other civilians apart from the royal family. Because they're already dead. And this royal family plays a part in something, and I don't know what. Fuck. We need to leave. Quickly. Is that in mind talk? Uh, yes. Okay. And then also externally. Okay. Both. Okay. Basically, um, Anna will uh, agree with you. Um, both Chalet and Bars look at you. Alright, I guess it's been decided. We, we need to leave. We need to inform them that uh, he's not here, and we need to find out why he's not here. Alright. Now, do we do this the sneaky way? Or do we do this the, the fast and obvious way? Depends on how fast we're talking here. Fast enough? No, it's not that fast. <laughs> it's even slower than going by foot. Then I, I suppose we're going by foot then. I, I agree. Okay. 
been after you. We'll, uh... Are we rushing on foot, or are we just trying to sneak? Let's let's sneak at least back to the uh, the red wall, the first red wall, and then we can uh, fly over, I guess. Okay. Uh, make a so you 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 are gathering everyone to leave, yeah. Yes. Okay. Make a stealth check. Just a straight roll here. I will I mean, give yeah. Chalet the blessing of, of Trickster for okay. that for that advantage. Alright. Lack of disadvantage, I guess. Hey, that's a good thing for you guys. And then Barst. <clears throat> What'd you roll? Okay. As the three of you open the door, you look left and right, you don't see anything. In that moment you bolt down an alley. And look left and right, you don't see anything. You see further down to the right is the large four-armed creature with his back to you. So you decide to go up the alley back towards the courtroom. <clears throat> Making your way there, Barst is stomping his way around. But Chalet is deft. She is extremely silent. Even more silent than you. Seems like the blessing that you gave her kind of coalesced around her feet and the paddings in her armor, so that way it doesn't clang whenever she starts to move. Impressive. As you are going... Make a perception check. Hmm. Seventeen. Seventeen. You see ahead of you as you round the corner and you're within eyesight of the courtroom standing full winged and his head just tilting in several directions looking around is the large winged creature the one with the double beaks and several eyes and it's just looking Great. just <laughs> and as you do Bars just kind of slams into Chalet and it just looks in your general direction not making a movement. Whereabouts are we? We're in the center of the, the thoroughfare? Um, you, so you're in the alley, because you wouldn't have gone run across the courtroom, because that wouldn't have been very stealthy. So you were kind of uh, being on the outskirts of it, but you were in eyesight, basically, of the courtroom, or the courthouse itself. So... Okay. You're close to kind of where the the library was. First, I love you, buddy. I I, I threw him in the bag. I like I scooped <laughs> him up like the one guard I did at the beginning of the campaign. Okay. Just Please. stay in the bag. Stay Scoop. in the bag, and I shove his feet in. And I tie tight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep going. Okay, so where are you going? Onward. We haven't got time to stop. Even are if you... it sees us, we'll just cross the wall. Are you cutting through the 
um, court the the courtyard, or are you cutting around buildings and stuff? Around buildings. Okay. As you move, you can see the creature's head is still following you. It lands on, like a, on some of the housing that's nearby you as you kind of dip into an alley. You just hear its claws digging into the roof, just... Not good. <laughs> Fuck. Uh. Uh. Okay, new plan. I, I let Barst out of the bag. So, it's been 12 seconds. Um, Barst is still flabbergasted by you stuffing him into the bag. Look, I understand that I'm not exactly the silentest person, but I don't think you needed to do that. Nope. Throw the hole up on the side of a building, so it's... Uh... Vertical. Okay. You with me so far? Yeah, you... you... Yeah. So you want us okay. inside of the portable hole? I, I put it up on the wall. I throw the, the, the bag of holding somewhere in the alley, in eyesight, and I get in the hole. So you, you throw the bag of holding in... Or just, in... like, I put it somewhere so it's not in the hole. Okay, gotcha because I know what happens if it goes in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Okay. So you kind of just set it down, and you dip into the... So all three of you get into the portable hole, basically. <clears throat> you can see, like, a little poking of the wing. Just kind of, like, point outwards. And you can see his head is kind of just like near the portable hole. So you can see all the terrible visage. It's like bird sinew and disturbing, rotting eyes with pink, milky white inside of it. And the second beak that seems to grow outwards, though looking like it has the shape of the beak, looks more like flesh and bone. And just... It gets further and further away. Okay. Okay. Everything is fine. Everything is good. Now, uh... <laughs> I step out of the hole. I love you okay. both. Really, I do. But you're staying in here, and I fold up the hole. <laughs> both of them are... As you kind of like say this... They don't even contest because their eyes are just wide at what they had just witnessed. So you close up the portable hole, mm -hmm. stick it on your pouch. Yep. Pick up the bag. And I just haul ass back, <laughs> back towards the wall. Okay. So you're sprinting? Yep. All right. So making your way towards the wall. Uh, make a perception check. 18 again. 18? Okay. As you're running, sprinting down between alleys, you can hear the sound of a distant, yet ever closer getting 
leather flapping as this disturb the same disturbing winged creature collides with part of the building and looks dead at you and just goes Grr! Uh, hi. I'm gonna cast Blink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fourth level spell? Uh, third. Third level spell. Blink, you say? Blink. Okay. Roll a d20 at the end of each of your turns for the duration of the spell. On a roll of 11 or higher, you vanish from your current plane of existence and appear in the ethereal plane. Alright. Uh, then you move up to 10 feet, and then you reappear. Okay. Yeah, you're basically directly next to this red uh, red thing with this creature looking straight at you, kind of just menacingly approaching with full speed. Just I thought you said it was a third level. It is. Yeah, why'd you mark? Why'd you get rid of a fourth level? I haven't. You did. I no, you, you're good. I marked it for you. <laughs> I burnt the last fourth on the fucking. Oh. On the what? On the eye. On the eye. No, because you used it from the book. That counted as a spell scroll. Then I haven't used it yet. It's still there. It, yes. Yeah. Watch your fucking mouth. Because <laughs> you said you don't even have arcane eye. I got nothing. <laughs> My god. So, alright. Um, let's... That That's your action, so roll a d20. 50-50, here we go. That's 11. <laughs> Alright, so you vanish. All right. Nice. I'll uh, I'll just walk 10 feet towards the building. I'll just sit in there until I reappear. Into a building? Yeah. Okay. So, like, I can move. Because it's in the ethereal plane, I can move in any direction. Mm. So I'll, just move, I'll move 10 feet into towards where I know a building is. Okay. I'll just sit there until I reappear. Alright, uh, are you trying to maintain concentration? Yep. Alright, go ahead and roll. Wow. What'd you say? Not one. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, I got a three. Mm. Alright. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. Yep. Love it. Love the energy. Mmm. <laughs> You fucked yes, us. Definitely. Maybe. <laughs> Everything is fine. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is cool when we're hiding a plane. <laughs> All good. Oh my god. Ugh. <laughs> So, so genuine question for you hmm. were you going to have the red coated guy here maybe he still is valid point you haven't left yet <laughs> fuck he's, he's actually the bird <laughs> he's been chalet the whole time <gasps> Oh god, this is so bad. This is so bad. At least your control at least you maintain control on blink. You know, he actually won't be able to hit you. If yeah, you roll well. Yeah. 
I just yeah. don't want to get an 11 this turn. But why? Because then I come back to the material plane. So how it works, at the end of your turn, you roll your d20. Roll 11 or higher, you disappear until the beginning of your next turn. Oh, I see, so I do return immediately. Yes, so technically, if you roll well, he'll never be able to hit you because you'll never be there. Oh. It's a 50-50 shot of even existing. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all part of the what master time? plan. All part of the plan. Ooh. So, you know, here's the confusing part, right? Mm -hmm. The ethereal plane, it doesn't see, like, things that aren't naturally there, you can go through, right? Mm -hmm. Can't you go through the earth because we're floating and it's not naturally there? I suppose, technically. Though the Earth isn't... The city... Uh, no, let me restart. The ground that the city is on is not less than 10 feet thick. Can we only move 10 feet? Yep. Oh. 10 feet in the ethereal plane. Oh, God. It's only good for hiding and moving slight distances. <laughs> oh, fuck. You were so close to the red wall, but the red wall is 15 feet thick. So it's like, shit. So realistically, you could technically move through the earth, but you'd suffocate every time you move 10 feet. Yeah, there's no way. Okay. No, I was just <laughs> curious because if... Because you, you see things that aren't naturally there as, like, intangible. Mm -hmm. So if something was, like, through the center of the rock, would you be able to see it? Like, if something was halfway in the center of this entire city, would you be able to see it? If you were close enough. I think the range is 60 feet. Let me read again. Well, on the ethereal know. plane, you can see and hear the plane you originate from, which is cast in shades of gray. And you can't see more than 60 feet away. Huh. All right, yeah, you can only affect or be affected by creatures in the ethereal plane. Creatures that aren't there can't perceive you or interact with you unless they have the ability to do so. Oh, all right, cool. Fantastic. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Double Time. Uh, yeah. I'm be honest, I don't know where I was going with any of this. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> um, but I think we have a general idea. At least we I have do. more than we did at the start. So we, it, this is very true. We started the war with less than what we are at now. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, everyone, once again for watching, and we will see you again on another double time. Goodbye.